let's get into the Arnold Palmer Invitational. I think every week I say this is one of my favorite tournaments of the year, and I think I, maybe they're out, they all are. I think this is one of the players' favorite It has to be. It, yeah. Right? Like, Arnie was so beloved in you yeah. know, his home place. and uh, Of course, Bay Hill, and I love that course, too. Uh, one of the courses I would probably most like to play if I ever had an opportunity. A lot of water out there. you got to take a lot of golf balls. Well, i got to get some new clubs <laughs> and, and some new, some new tricks on balls. That golf course is long. It's, uh, it's a par 72. It's over 7,400 yards long. Uh, this is a tournament that usually produces a winner of, of the cream of the crop. Yeah. Right? Tiger won there seven, eight times. Rory's won. Mm-hmm. Bryson won. We see the world's best win here. Yeah, and, it's, and that's one of the reasons it's fun to watch. We'll get into the field here in a second. Uh, some interesting points that I found out about this coming weekend. Saw some notes on John Rahm. We talk about how good he's been, not just this season, but uh, over the past few years. One of the examples I found about his numbers going into this week's event. By the way, he's never played in this event. I saw that. Which kind of shocked First me. First time. Yeah, I, that kind of shocked me too. Uh, if you look at his last 20 rounds of ball striking among players who are in this field, Rahm has no match. He has 2.7 strokes gained. Um, Zalatoris, 2, 2.0 strokes gained. Hovland, 1.7. Mu- Mu- can never say this word. Munoz, always want to say Munoz. <laughs> Munoz, 1.7 along with Hovland and Luke List at 1.6. So Rom's gaining four strokes on the third best ball striker in the field over his last five tournaments. Um, that's insane. That, and that's, for those of you that don't understand the numbers, that is, it is insane. I mean, that much of a discrepancy between guys that are both professionals uh, and that are good players. Yeah. That, that discrepancy is, is humongous. Um, the flip side of it is, is that Rom hasn't actually won an event since the U.S. Open last year, which shows how hard it is really to win on the tour. But it also shows he might be due. He might be due for one. So Bay Hill, if it plays fast and firm, like a lot of people say it will, it's going to be a prime spot for Rom to win. Uh, another note I saw was about long iron play in addition to the potential wind and firm conditions we've seen recently at the course. Bay Hill's other defenses uh, is the demand it places on long iron play because all four of its par threes are 200 plus more or more yards. It's the rare PGA Tour course that forces you to hit four or five irons in some uncomfortable situations. And that really goes to what we were just speaking about with the equipment yep. piece, right? Yep. If you're going to be hitting that many long irons, right, 200 plus yard par threes, some of those guys might be hitting six irons, right? You want to hit it as high in the air as possible. And, and I know people around part of the world where we are here in Texas where it's windy think, no, we can't hit it high in the wind. I'm like, yeah, actually you can. It's still helpful. <laughs> mm-hmm. For sure. And, you know, along those lines, it's funny. I saw a YouTube video. If y'all don't follow Bryson on his uh, YouTube channel, he's got some cool stuff on there. Um, he uh, had a video, I guess he was, this was from over the off season. He was, um, oh, breaking in a new set of clubs, I guess. And, uh, was just trying to get his, his distance down on the clubs. And so he was there with the guy, whoever's filming him, you know, Hey, here's my, uh, three iron. It should go, I don't know, whatever. What does he hit a three iron? Probably 300 two, yards. Probably 260, 270. So he started, I guess he started on the high end. He goes, here's my, here's my pitching wedge. You know, it's going to go. 160 and you know sure enough he'd hit it and it would go 158 i mean he was that close you know here's my nine iron it should go you know i don't know 180 whatever his ridiculous nine iron is 
He did hit it. So we got down to the seven. And I know what my seven iron is. Like, I don't know a lot of my club's dis distances, but I know that if I can hit a sweet seven iron, I can hit it about 160 to okay. 170. Yeah. Uh, and that's pretty consistent if I can hit it right. Sure, you know, right. that's the hard it, part. That's what it does. Yeah. yeah. And I, so I, I know that for a fact. So, yeah, he gets out there. Here's my seven iron. It should go, you know, 220 or 230, <laughs> whatever he said. And it, it went about 20 yards farther than he thought. Sure. And he's like, oh, I guess I need to make a note of that. You know, and it was funny how he was learning these new clubs. I kind of, it reminds me of an experience I had learning to play the game. When I first picked it up, I was 14. And my grand, both of my grandfathers were trying to get me to play golf for mm -hmm. years and years before that. And I categorically refused. I'm like, that is an old man's boring game. Right. I am a football, baseball, basketball player. Right. I play the fun stuff. So I finally get into golf. I go out to play, and my grandfather's helping me and teaching me. And he's like, yeah, and your seven iron's going to go 150 yards. So we're, we're playing the par three course. And the, sure enough, it's 150 yards. And so I grab my seven iron, and I hit it. And I'm like, it's flying. I hit a good shot, and it's flying and flying and flying, and it goes over the green into the woods. And my grandfather's like, well, what would you hit? I'm like, well, Grandpa, I hit my seven iron like you told me to. <laughs> Guess I'm better than you thought I was. Learned pretty quick that you don't go off grandpa's numbers. Right. You got your own numbers. <laughs> so. That's why these guys all know their numbers like the back of their hand, yeah. man. It just amazes me how My they. My seven irons, 172. Yeah, not, not, not 150. <laughs> um, that's crazy. Yeah. But. Uh, Been that way since I was about 15. <laughs> I just, I, I, one of these days I'll get out there at the range and I'll start measuring. Well, I'll get new clubs first. Then I'll go out and measure. We'll follow up with that here on the show, too. That'd probably be funny to watch me hit some golf balls. We'll play some video. Uh, give everybody a good laugh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so, yeah, Rom at Bay Hill, that's going to be fun to watch. We got into the long iron play. Um, said that 35% of shots at Bay Hill come from 200 or more yards. That's a lot. The, norm, the average for a normal course is 27%. says 19% come from 200 to 225 yards. The average is 11%. Yeah, long golf course. This is a long iron golf course. And if it gets windy, right, it even gets more difficult. Yeah, for sure. And I, what's the weather forecast? I haven't seen. I haven't about looked, but I know it got real windy last year. And, Did it? And yeah, Bryson <laughs> won last year, if I remember correctly. Right, I think so. Right, he hit that drive on the par five. That's a horseshoe around yeah. the lake. He just he shortcutted it. Yeah, and then he cheered with you know. I thought <laughs> he knew when was, it left yeah. the club. It was cool. He was out at the facility this afternoon uh, when I left, and I, he walked by, and I talked to him, asked him how he was doing, and you didn't invite him out. I did. No, Liar. I didn't. I lied. <laughs> Because he would have come, just tell him there's free beer. I just told him to get well, right? Yeah, because he's, he's dealing with an injury. He's like, I'm trying, trying to get into the into the players next. He's week. got a labrum or something going on. We're yeah. not real sure. Um, but yeah, he needs to come out and have some beer. That'll fix that labrum. Back to what you said, right? This is my favorite tournament every week. This, this tournament's a great one because it's got a strong field. Yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, yeah. Let's go ahead and get into the field. Uh, CBS Sports grades every field. Uh, their commentary on this one said, this is a terrific field with great international representation in addition to the top 15 players in the world. Rom, Hovland, McElroy, Scotty Scheffler, Matsuyama, those outside the top 15 who have been playing more on the DP World Tour, like uh, Terrell Hatton, Paul Casey, Tommy Fleetwood, Matt Fitzpat Fitzpatrick, and Tommy Peters. We'll tee it up this week. Throw in Wills Alatoris, Sung J.M., Adam Scott, and Max Homa. My boy Max Homa, by the way. Your he's boy. a great. He's a great Twitter follow. Nice. 
Uh, and we have ourselves a big-time event that has slightly better strength of field than even the Waste Management Phoenix Open a few weeks ago. Uh, they gave the, of course, they gave it an A. So, um, yeah, big, big draw as far as, I think, fans go this week, not just on the, in person at the courts, but on TV. Well, Arnie's got to be golf's most beloved figure, right? Is he? I think so. It's not me? No. Oh, okay. Maybe next week it will be. <laughs> I got to do something first, right? It's been a while since I did anything. Um, but no, man, Arnie, is there anybody that doesn't like Arnie? Probably like, Johnny. Did he ever rub I mean, some people Johnny, off? Johnny doesn't like anybody. No, right? we talked about this, though. We talked about this one. I said, you don't even like it. And then he's like, oh, no, there's Arnie could do no wrong. Arnie's the king, right? He, he is. the king for a reason. Uh, and I'll tell you what, his, if you've never seen his biography that they did on the Golf Channel a few years ago, it's, it's, tear, it's a tearjerker. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty amazing. His time at Wake Forest and growing up and losing his best friend in college and literally quitting golf and having to be talked back into going out and playing again. And uh, it's, a, it's like I said, it's a tearjerker. I don't like tearjerkers, but <laughs> I would, I'd watch it again. It's pretty good. So I posted a picture on Twitter today. Uh, I know you didn't see this because you're not on Twitter. Uh, but they, they, the, the, the tradition they have of the umbrella on the driving range with Arnie's name sitting there holding a the spot for him, I just think that's great. Uh, you know they, I get chills when I see that picture he, every year. He passed away, what, probably three years ago now? Three, maybe oh, four? Oh, it's been longer, and, I think. And I think it, they have, um, I think as, even as recently as last year, right, everybody's done their Arnold Palmer, Arnold Palmer impression swing Right, right, all as they go down yep. the line, kind of yep. like the Rockettes, they kick their legs all. They all do their Arnie swing out in front of that. Twenty sixteen, so yeah. six years, yeah, five years, six years, yeah. Um, and then I, it, it comes up every year around this time when he hit the uh, what was it? I forgot what tournament it was in. He was seventy two, seventy four years old when he hit the driver off the deck. Uh, I can't remember when it, where it was to, to within ten feet of the hole from. 274 <laughs> yards with his messed up 74-year-old swing, which was even worse than it was when he was, you know, in his 30s and 40s. But, yeah, just kind of, dink. I mean, there was no grass. No blade of grass came up. It was just the ball, and the camera was behind him, and, it, man, it just floated like it was on a cloud. Yeah. One of the greatest shots I've ever seen. I wish I remember where that was, but if somebody's going to text in and go, you're an idiot for not remembering that. But, uh, no, he's got to be, you know, Byron Nelson was up there too as far as, uh, well, let's see. Arnie's king. Byron was lord. So yeah, lord we'll, we'll give him equal billing there. Sure. Uh, and then, you know, it's, everybody loved to play for Arnie when, when, when the tournament, when he was alive in there, just like they did for, for uh, Byron Nelson when he was around there in Irving. Uh, I was out there a lot when he was still around watching. And uh, One of the neat stories I heard about Arnie was told by his grandson, Sam Saunders. Um, Sam's a tour yeah. player. Uh, and... When he passed, Sam was interviewed and told this story, and he was like, you know, I was on the mini tours at the time and, you know, up and coming, and, you know, I called Grandpa one day looking for some advice, and, you know, I call him, and he answers on his cell phone, hey, Sam, how you doing? He's like, good, Grandpa, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm just sitting here with the president. He's like, with, with the president, well, why, why'd you answer? He's like, oh, because I wanted to talk to you. He can wait. <laughs> oh, that's, that's Ari, though, man. <laughs> yeah, right? He, he made time for what was important, and... Right, and when you're with the president, right, your grandkids are still more important. You know what? And we'll see, president, whoever it was at the time, he probably have been like, I'd have done the same thing, you know, it's your grandkid, man. Yep. So that's pretty funny. (laughs) Yeah, I've never heard, you know, we were talking earlier, 
uh, joking around about maybe Arnie being on Johnny's hypothetical list, but I don't know that he could be on anybody's list. I don't think so either. There's no way. I mean, the guy lived life the right way. He played the game the right way, and that, that's what happens. You leave, you leave a legacy. Yeah. Um, so let's get into our picks. I don't know, Brady, if you made any picks, if you I made did. notes. Yeah, I got um, them. I'll get into mine first. Mine are for entertainment purposes only. Do not bet with mine. We have a couple of guys here that know more than me. Mine are for fun to see how well I can do against these guys that know more than me. I uh, will let you know, though, I've got a winner, a top 10, and a top 20. Brady, my winner at 28 to 1 is Will Zalatoris. My top 10 is Rory at plus 150. My top 20 is Chris Kirk at plus 280. All right. Can't tell you why. That's Man, just who I'm picking. That's just who you like this week. That's just week. who I like this week. You know, this is a tournament that, that is so heavy on big names winning, right? Tiger won seven, eight times here. Uh, Rory has won here. Bryson's won here. It, it seems like it's always a top 10 player in the world or top 20 player in the world that wins here. I'm not picking any of those guys because there's not a lot of value in them. I right. Guess, I guess right. you pick the winner. It's always good. But um, I'm going to start with to win. I'm going with Keith Mitchell at 40 to 1. Keith has, it uh, seems like he's always on the leaderboard at this event. He, he plays long golf courses very well. Um, I think he's going to have a chance to, to win this week at 40 to 1. And then I also like uh, Fit, Matty Fitzpatrick at 30 to 1. He's got back-to-back top 10s, and he's got three top 20 finishes in a row at this event. Uh, it seems like this is a golf course that he always plays well. It's, it's a difficult golf course, and he's a good long iron player. So. Right. Uh, I'm going to take Matty Fitzpatrick and Keith Mitchell uh, to win. I've got a top 10 pick in Mark Leishman at 350. Again, he's a guy who's always near the leaderboard at this event. Mm-hmm. He plays it every year. Um, he's got, I think, finished here top 10 last year. He's at plus uh, 350 for a top 10. And then I'm going to take Johnny's boy uh, for a top 20, Jason Kokrak. <laughs> uh, much like the theme of the other picks, Jason has played well here. He's at plus 210. Uh, for a top 20, I think that's a pretty good bet. Yeah. And then my long shot's going to be Chris Kirk. He's all going off at there 80 you to go. 1. So we agree there. Um, maybe Chris Kirk can be one of those guys who's a little lesser known that can yeah. break into the win column here. But it, it, uh, outside of my picks, you might want to stay with some of the chalk. <laughs> stay with the chalk. So Johnny's picks, again, Johnny's picks brought to you by BetUS.com. Bet with the three-decade leader in online sports betting. Join now using our promo code DSP125 for a 125% cash bonus. Uh, or if you like to bet with cryptocurrency, I understand that's a thing now. It's not just a passing fad. I've heard that it's here to stay. If you like to bet with that, you can use our promo code DSP200 for a 200% uh, bonus on your crypto deposit. Bet horses. Pop culture, sports, everything under the sun over at BetUS.com. You bet you win, you get paid. Thank you, BetUS.com. Johnny's got his picks. He is absent tonight, as you probably have noticed now that we're an hour into the show. Uh, he is traveling on the road up to the great white north of Columbus, Ohio, to go see some folks and uh, handle some business up there. But he's got our picks, and we're going to put them here on the screen if you are watching the video. We have some visual effects for you here. There we go. As, Love uh, that umbrella. Isn't that cool? Right, and that signature is so classic. Isn't that great? I had to put it on there. I mean, the uh, expensive people we hired had to put it on there. <laughs> Make it a little more uh, legitimate. Johnny's got some good picks on there. He's got some of the guys I picked. He does. He does. So, to win, Johnny's got Victor Hovland at 16-1, to 1, Matthew Fitzpatrick at 30-1, to 1, Mark Leishman at 35-1, to 1, his ham sandwich, Keith Mitchell at 40-1. to 1. That's not really that much of a long no, shot. No, for those of you that don't know, the ham sandwich is his version of the long shot. 
Um, still think it should be called a bologna sandwich, but he thinks ham is the dirty counter deli meat, which yeah. I don't know why, but I love ham. <laughs> uh, top ten, he's got Roy, Rory McElroy. I can never say his name either. R. McElroy at plus 175. Max Homa at plus 475. His top 20, Pat Perez at plus 475, and Sam Ryder at plus 600. I like that Sam Ryder pick, by the way. Uh, I, I mean, like the Pat Perez pick. I'm, I'm becoming Pat played a big well fan. last week. He did play very well. Yep. Uh, I'm becoming a big fan of that Sam Ryder. <laughs> oh, I'm, since his hole-in-one there in Phoenix, man, I'm, I'm kind of following him a little bit. Need to see some more out of Sam Ryder. So there is your breakdown and your picks for the Arnold Palmer Invitationals beginning tomorrow. Uh, like Johnny always says, if you're not betting, you're not winning. I always say, well, you're also not losing. But he's like, no, 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 no. That's, it's, if you're not betting, you're not winning. That's nope. the saying. I'm like, okay, I believe you. We'll roll with that then. Uh, anything else before we get out of here? I don't think so. Looking forward to a good, good tournament this week. It's always fun to watch the guys at Bay Hill, that you know, iconic 18th finishing hole. You're, I'm used to seeing Tiger right. roll in a putt to win. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's a fact. Yeah. I like Johnny's Victor Hovland pick. I'm a big fan of Victor. He, he's, a, he's a superstar. Man, and, I like Victor uh, a lot. He, he hits it a long way. He hits towering long iron shots. I wouldn't be surprised if that's a good one for him. So next week, uh, do have something on the docket for next week already you guys can think about. Uh, of course, John Rahm and his wife announced she's got baby number two on the way. Oh, boy. So uh, we need some predictions. Is this the end of John Rahm? as a professional golfer, or just the end of his number one world ranking because now he's got another baby on the way and more distractions. You're going to have to debate that next week. Yeah, we're going to talk about that next week because I think he's going to go the way of Ricky Fowler, who clearly has too many distractions and he forgot how to play golf. That's my (laughs) excuse. So we'll talk about that next week. We hope you guys join us here live from Tailgaters in Plano or on our YouTube channel. Either way, any way you can find us, please do so. We will talk to you then. Until next week, I'm IndyCar Tim, that is Brady, and we'll see you. Today's episode is brought to you by the Highlands Performance Golf Center, North Dallas's premier golf practice facility with over 65 grass tees, two practice putting surfaces, a short game area, and an 18-hole mini golf course. With covered and heated tees, it's the best place to practice your game year-round. The Highlands Performance Golf Center is located in Carrollton on Trinity Mills in between Marsh and Midway. Give them a call at 972-733-4111 or check them out on the web at highlandspgc.com.